Hallelujah. Something good is about to happen to you. The disciples of Jesus had a testimony that their hearts burned whilst Jesus spoke to them. God's word can set you on fire. And yes, you can be aflame 24-7 with fire for today. A daily audio devotional by a dearly esteemed man of God, Apostle Raphael Agadama, inspired by the Holy Spirit for your growth and victory. For inquiries, please contact us on plus 234-813-543-6165 or send us an email at firefortoday at yahoo.com. Fire for today. Provoking Spontaneous Spiritual Revival God bless you. My name is Raphael Agadama and I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. On Fire for Today, I will be teaching on the topic, Horses of Destruction. Horses of Destruction. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. Thank you because you are good and you are God. And then there is none other who can compare with your majesty. Who can stand where you stand? Who can speak when you speak? Who can say no when you have said yes? I'm praying for everyone under the sound of my voice. Let your hand of confirmation, your hand of affirmation, your voice, O oh God of ordination, rest upon their life. That your voice that came out of the majestic glory saying, This is my beloved son, hear ye him. Let your voice of recommendation begin to sound over their lives and destinies in the name of Jesus, in the name of the Lord Jesus, over their business, over their career, over their homes, over their ministries, in the name of Jesus. Let men begin to seek for them. Let people begin to look for them. Let their time come now in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Horses of destruction. I would like you to pay rapt attention because your life is about to take a shift. Horses of destruction. One night, as I was about to sleep, my bed was made, my pillow was ready. In fact, I had already started sleeping when the Lord spoke to me and he began to speak to me about the horses of destruction. I grabbed my jota, grabbed my diary, took my Bible and I didn't sleep for another three hours. I want to share with you something that will change your life forever. I call it horses of destruction. Let's go to God's word. The Bible says in the book of Psalms, chapter 20, verse 7, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Isaiah chapter 31, verse 1. Woe to them that go down to Egypt for help and stay on horses and trust in chariots. Because they are many, and in horsemen, because they are very strong. But they look not unto the Holy One of Israel, neither seek the Lord. The Lord bless the reading, the hearing, and the doing of His word. People don't just wake up and desire to do evil. There are forces that assist men and women to fulfill evil desires. <laughs> there are spiritual forces that provide the needed adrenaline, that boost, that vigor. That passion, that zeal, that zest to see an evil thought or desire through. There are forces, there are aids, there are helps that ensure that an evil desire, an evil practice, an evil addiction 
something that is supposed to take you to your destruction. These are propelling forces. And in this teaching, I'm going to call them the horses of destruction. Why horses? Because horses are personal assistants to men. <laughs> horses, they are personal assistants to men. They are on an assignment to provide the needed assistance for their riders. Horses have just one job. And that job is to assist the rider, to assist their master, to give speed and to give grandeur to the desire in the heart of the rider. These horses, they hardly have a mind of their own. When that whip is in the hand of the rider, the horse can lay down his life just to see the mission of that rider accomplished. This brings me to the story of the dangerous rider. He was feared. He was revered. He was a dreaded and avoided rider. When he mounts upon his horse, people will begin to scamper for safety. When this rider saddles his horse and he is on this mission, there will be dust. Dust will be everywhere. When that dust has died down, you will see bitter wailings, bitter cries, cries of agony and splashes of blood. He made fathers childless and made wives widows. He made children to become orphans. And when he does what he does, he does it with great joy. He does it with great joy and excitement. His name spells fear, terror, pain and doom. This rider, you know him. Yes, you must have read about him. You know he had a horse that helped him on all of his assignments. This horse was his missionary horse. This horse was a loyal horse. This horse never said no to him. One day, he was kitted. One day, he had that sword in his hand again as usual. He had the redness in his eyes. That dangerous zeal, that anger flowed through his veins. This horse rider said to himself and said to his horse, Let us do it again. As at other times, he had even collected a letter this time. It was a letter authorizing his mission. And he hopped on his horse, his loyal horse, and saddled it. Listen to me, child of God. He had only traveled a little while. He had just traveled a little while when the horse and the rider were toppled. The loyal horse tumbled helplessly. That loyal horse battled and struggled to obey the guideline and follow the map of that journey. That horse struggled, but there was a greater force the horse could not resist. And the horse, and he struggled and let out its groans of pains. A force higher than itself had come upon him. That horse and the rider found themselves on the ground. They were toppled. They were toppled. That day, his horse failed because no man sees Jesus and still sits on his horse. I say no man sees Jesus and still sits on his horse. The rider, this rider I've been talking about was Saul of Tarsus. Saul of Tarsus. He had a horse that always helped him in his missions. He had a horse that never failed in any assignment but this day the horse failed i don't know if you have a horse 
like Saul of Tarsus, that assists you in doing evil. I don't know if you have a horse that gives you strength, momentum, speed, and makes it easy for you to disobey God. I don't know what that horse in your life may be. Is it the horse of unforgiveness? Or the horse of lies? Or the horse of bitterness? Or the horse of backbiting? Is it the horse of hatred, addiction, lust, revenge, hypocrisy? Is it the horse of anger? If you see Jesus, you will fall off your horse. I came to announce to you that once you see Jesus, you will fall off your horse because the first person that will recognize is your horse. Your horse will recognize the King of glory. Your horse will recognize him in his grandeur and his splendor. Your horse will recognize him in his glory and his holiness. Your horse will see how that he is not a man and your horse will bow down and immediately that happens you will lose focus you will lose grip you will lose control over that horse of destruction and you will come down and some people don't know that your horse could even be self-righteousness ah i i i know how much i serve god i know how much i pray and i fast your horse could even be that feeling of self-righteousness that there's nobody that does it like me. I have kept myself for God. I have done this. I have done that. That could be the horse that is leading you to your destruction. There was a man, scripture says, that day he told himself, look at my barns. Look at my farm. Look at my crops. I have enough. Ah, nobody can compete with me when it comes to resources. He said, I'm even going to break this one and build a bigger one. And he did it when it was done. His heart was pleased. He was pleased in his works, the works of his hands. And he said to himself, my soul, relax, rejoice. He was drinking wine. He was merry. God said, thou fool, for tonight your soul will be required of you. Why? Because his boast was in his works. His boast was in himself. His boast was not in the slain lamb or in the risen lion, nor in the speaking blood. His boast was in his works. And that is self-righteousness. That is a horse of destruction. Self-righteousness is that thing that makes you feel that you deserve God's best because you have done your best. <laughs> I say self-righteousness is that thing, that feeling that makes you say you deserve God's best because you have prayed. You deserve God's best because you have fasted. You deserve, God, you deserve God's best because you are a virgin. You deserve God's best because you do not lie. You deserve, no, you deserve God's best only because of the slain lamb, only because of the risen lion, only because of the speaking blood. For there is nothing that you have that was not given unto you. The Bible says that all of such boasting is evil. It is as a filthy rag. You must come down from that horse. You must see Jesus today and come down from that high horse of pride. You must see Jesus today and come down from that high horse that is leading you to destruction. Hear me, child of God. That horse is driving you to destruction. Ah, if only you will encounter El Elyon, the highest God. 
you will discover that you are not as high as you thought you truly are. It is his hand that lifts a man. If only you encounter the light, that blinding light, that light of glory, that made Saul to call him Lord. Haya, haya, that light. That made Saul to abort his mission and turned around. Because no man can see his face and not turn around. No man can see his grace and not come around because he is beautiful. Have you met Jesus? Have you met the one who turns men around? Have you met the one who turns horses and chariots around? Child of God, horses signify strength. Horses signify speed. And for some people, they have graduated from using horses, they are now using chariots. Chariot does not just signify strength or speed, it signifies comfort. You now have comfort in that evil thing you are doing. You, you, that phone may be that horse of destruction. That person online may be that horse of destruction. Ah, hear me, child of God. You are now in a comfortable apartment. The person says, come and be staying here. From there, you can go to work. So you don't have to pay house rent. But that house can be a chariot. Because there, you do things that you would not have done. There, you are in the cover of darkness. And in your heart, you know that you are failing God. In your heart, you know that you are not walking uprightly or doing as God would have had you to do. That is a chariot. It gives you comfort. There is someone. Your chariot may be that relationship. Your chariot may be that uncle, that auntie. That every time you need something, they show up. They just send it. They don't, they are always, so you have enough to be able to sponsor inequity. You have enough to be able to sponsor Sponsor your destruction. Ah, child of God, I am praying right now that your horse will see the light. Your horse will see El Elyon. Your horse will come down that day. Ah, Rikapolia Dandereboila Kataya. Saul looked and he could not see anything anymore because the light had blinded him. He said, Who art thou, Lord? This light is the light that lights every man that comes into the world john said Aya, this light whose entrance brings light and understanding to the simple ah, david said this light is the light of life this light of the revelation of god's word the light of the world it was this light that shined that day for the first time for the first time in many decades in the history of this horse, child of God, Haya, a mission was aborted for the first time. In the history of this horse, a mission was not accomplished. Something had changed. It was no longer business as usual because light had come. There's a horse that is assisting you to make those weak decisions. There's a horse that's assisting you to disobey God. For Jonah, it was a ship of Tashi. That was assisting him to go away from God. I don't know what sheep is assisting you. I don't know the horse that is helping you. Sometimes it may even be someone in the household of faith and is telling you, why should you give your tithe? Why should you do this? What are you giving for? Your money, do you know where it's coming? Where they are using it? Where they... That is a horse 
it is leading you to destruction. Hear me, child of God. <laughs> that horse must see the light. That horse that makes you weary. That horse that makes you worried. That horse that makes you angry. That horse that makes you bitter. That horse that is helping you to not start on forgiveness and malice. And they are saying, no, no, they must apologize. They are telling you, no, they were wrong. You were right. No, they were wrong. You were right. And they are infusing in you the reason why you should not apologize. The reason why you should not make peace. The reason why you should be silent. Child of God, that horse is a horse of destruction. That horse, it falls down now before the light of the word of God today. In the name of Jesus Christ, you come on your knees and you turn around. In the name of Jesus. That day, in grandeur, in splendor, the Lord stood before that horse and his rider. Hey, and Saul came down on his knees before the Lord of lights, before the one who rules and reigns, before the one who is the father of all spirits. And I love it, he said, who art thou, Lord? When you see God, you will come down from your high horse. I see that men are still pointing fingers at people. You are still being critical. You are still judging. You are still talking because you have not seen Jesus. When you see Jesus, you will realize your own flaws, your own weaknesses, your own need of his help. And you will stretch forth your hands. And your focus will now be more on Jesus and on your own life. How you will please him more. How you will become all that he wants you to become. People who keep their eyes on other people and other people's businesses are people who have not seen the Lord. You want to see a man that is focused. You want to see a man that is going somewhere. You want to see a man that does not meddle in people's affairs. You want to see a man who is making steady spiritual progress. Is a man that has seen Jesus. A man that has seen the light. A man that has come down on his knees and has said, Who art thou, Lord? But there was another rider. He was Pharaoh. He was riding on his horse, vehemently angry after God had told him, Let my people go. His horse was taking him to destruction. It was a horse of vengeance. Some of you people have hurt you. You said you will never let go. You must revenge. Ha! Lekete. Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. When you insist on revenging, you are saying that you want to do God's job. And no man tries to do God's job. The last time Uzzah tried it, he died. Hear me, child of God. Pharaoh saddled his horse and everybody was following him. Be careful who you follow. You can be following somebody who is riding on a horse. A horse of destruction. And they kept on going, chasing after God's firstborn. Ah, as they got to a point, the Lord had warned them, but they kept on going. And they went into their destruction. They went into their doom. The Bible said the horse and his rider was thrown into the sea. They were drowned in the sea. If you open the Red Sea and you open up its belly, it will show you the footprints of these men. Their horses are still there. Their chariots are still there. They had corroded. Some of them have decomposed. They have disappeared. But the belly of the sea can still show you this was where Pharaoh died. This was where his prime minister laid. This was where 
his, his, his brother took his last breath. This was where the army captain laid his head before he passed on. Eleki Rostombe Lataruba Kashkataba for anyone that refuses to bow to the father of spirits when he shows up in his splendor, that person is crushed. May you be as fortunate, may you be as fortunate as Saul, who turned poor because he saw the light, came down from his horse and surrendered to the father of lights. I'm praying for you right now. Ha! Those of you that are born again, you don't know what joy it is. You have seen the light. You came down from your horse long time ago. And now, he's holding you up on his wings. He's holding you up. He's holding you up. Glory to God. You're not born again. Say this prayer with me. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. Thank you because you love me. Have mercy upon me. Forgive me my sins. I believe that you died on the cross. I believe that God raised you up from the dead. I believe that you, Jesus, are the Son of God. Deliver me from sin. Save me from its consequences. Raise me up. Wash me with your blood. I confess my sins and I repent of them. I follow you. Be my Lord and my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. You have just made this prayer. Congratulations. You are now born again. I have a gift for you. It is a book and I put so much time and so much money in publishing. It is titled, God is not angry with you. I would like you to reach out to me with the links attached to this episode to get a copy of that book. God bless you. My name is Rafael Agadama and I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. Remember, do not be afraid. Only just believe. You've been listening to the Apostle Raphael Agadama and Fire for Today. We believe that something good has indeed happened to you. For inquiries, please contact us on plus 234-813-543-6165 or send us an email at fireforttoday at yahoo.com. Fire for Today provoking spontaneous spiritual revival.